Welcome back to Moms Unpacking Autism. And Stacy. on a long trip. Yes, Stacy and I are both here after a year. But isn't that how life goes, right? And we all know what kind yes. of a year it's been 2020. You know, it's been a year. It has been a year yes. and I ended up this year having a brain tumor diagnosed on my pituitary gland, having it taken out. Two weeks later, I had a gallbladder attack of the worst proportion, sat on it for five weeks, didn't even eat like for five weeks, finally went to the doctor because I felt like my sinuses were healed enough to go to the doctor in the middle of a pandemic yeah. and found out that yeah. I had a gallbladder full of gallstones and I had gallstones in my bile duct. So two more surgeries later, um, I am back to <laughs> the world of the living how about you stacy <laughs> how about you how well, was your 2020 I, my 2020 was full of um pain and suffering and people life having uh, major difficulties getting through all this we had a couple emergency surgeries in the family none of them were mine oh, um, we had um let's see a kid evacuated from the peace corps right. uh shut down of all schools i live in a state you know i live in california so we um we shut down to the point of um you know leave at your own risk to go get groceries and uh you know my work in in the church is also deeply impacted mm. by by covid every interaction every everything you could you could possibly do so yeah i haven't been paying a lot of attention to um to autism until it just kind of bubbled back up into my life a couple weeks ago. It's always here. Don't oh, get me yes. wrong. It's a yeah. very constant friend. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, but in terms of like a, a new thing, I really wanted to talk to you about. So so well, let's so, dive right ready in. I'm ready. Let's okay. go. So this is what happened. Okay. I so I was thinking about this was like preparing for the future. You know how you're supposed to have like titles for these things, right? right? And then my second title, as you know, was um, was something a little less pleasant. It was how to deal with depressing sweeping generalizations that can make you feel like crap or that none of your parenting efforts have ever mattered or will matter. Oh. So you know, whichever you... <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a depressing title. Okay. But anyway, we went to um, a special needs attorney okay. for the first time to talk about setting up trusts and uh, whether or not we need to do disability and stuff. Okay. And um, we purposely chose a special needs attorney okay. so that they would be keenly aware of all the things that we could possibly do. Wow. And I sort of ran into a little bit of a trauma response. And so I was going to ask you, have you um, talked to an attorney? Not at all. Like trust and stuff. I'm scared. It's super. <laughs> <laughs> I might be more scared now. <laughs> well, it's fascinating because I do think that some of these interactions we have as autism parents is a trauma response. Just, yeah. you know, it's like um, kind of a shutdown. Uh huh. Or you feel immobilized, or you feel like you can't possibly face any any segment of the task right right you know like like sometimes what I do well, um, is like I chunk stuff up and I'm like well I can handle calling the lawyer maybe I can't handle the whole everything but okay. I can at least call the attorney uh -huh. and I have found myself really frozen about this oops we got puppies another edition um, to 2020 yes yeah so um um what 
we ran into was the the lawyer said to me something like, "Well, I've heard autistic people can learn computer skills." Oh, like, and, <laughs> right. and and I I've heard that there are some of them that can and you know anytime somebody uses the phrase some of them, yes, um, I I kind of just wig out and I was um, and so I was thinking about you. Because I was like, what friend of mine is going to completely understand that, like, I can't handle another meeting where somebody says, mm-hmm. says that kind of thing. Right, right. And, um, and I know we have to push through this stuff because, because we do have to set up for the We do the have to set up for the future. Yes. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and um, I learned, learned some really amazing stuff. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that we had this conversation last year or a year and a half ago, um, worrying about our death and and what happens to our children at that time. So, you know, you're being proactive by doing this. I Mm -hmm. think it's something Mm -hmm. we all need to do and we need to face. It's just really hard to face it. So good on you. Well, I think what, um, what I kind of took away or what, what I was thinking was, um, maybe we would sort of walk people through, my experience a little bit at a time okay. as I kind of go through trying to work through some of these adult issues. And and so the first adult issue that came up for us was, um, do you want your other child in charge of your disabled kids' oh. uh, money? Oh, yes. <laughs> and yes. what a complex set of questions. Yes. So the attorney asked us, I swear to God, she said, well, what kind of men does your daughter, you know, hang out with? Like, because I, <laughs> you know, husbands can spend the money the wrong way too. And oh. uh, it was like as if, oh. I don't mean to laugh, I swear to God, as if I weren't worried enough. Like right. Let's factor in future spouses I've never heard of. <laughs> yes. Let's let's yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. But it led it led to what I have managed to do is this. Um, I managed to get angry at the attorney, which I think is really good because it shows like I'm involved mentally. I'm not okay. just backing away. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a talk uh, with the 26 year old daughter and said, hey we're going to try to set up one of these new trusts where um, disabled kids can have money that isn't, doesn't impact their social security disabilities. They're called ABLE accounts. And um, sure, it's depressing. The woman was like, well, you haven't saved very much. And we talk about unearthing a host of issues there. Um, But so we talked and I said, I presume that you don't want to be in charge of whether or not you're, brother has enough money to buy milk like Mm. in your day-to-day existence okay we can can hire somebody to to look after that money and you know what's really interesting is she was relieved she's like oh thank you like thank you for thinking that I might not want to do this wow and and I thought I thought I had been giving for plus years the message that, you know, this isn't your issue to handle, you don't have to raise people, you know, you don't have to do this, right? but, but apparently just having a conversation was, was helpful. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so I was wondering, have you ever like sat down with older Sib and said, 
I have not sat down with older Sib and said, you are relinquished from the job, but she has been assuming it is her job and it will be her task. Um, And I've, I've, I've tried to tell her, well, I guess I have told her that it doesn't have to be if you don't want it to be, but she doesn't see any other way around it. And uh, I think that maybe I need to have that better conversation. I mean, we've had the conversation about what it could look like. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what if you're living in the same house and, you know, there's an have in-law apartment or that? something. We've done that okay. because she's assumed it's going to be that way. Um, uh-huh. I, I have also been hoping maybe it doesn't have to be that way, but I don't know what way mm-hmm. it will mm-hmm. be. You know, um, I think we're we're very unprepared. We are very unprepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, I, I feel like, um, being unprepared is like our salvation in some ways and helps you, um, believe in kind of an amazing future, right? Right. Because I tend to not want to lock down on the idea that we need to sort of, I don't want to say assume the worst, but assume the worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but what um, I actually the thing the thing I'm figuring out this week, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna meditate on, okay. is um, they also want a backup person. Okay. So so okay so there's a there's a trust that's just disabled like disability money, and then there's like we're gonna put our stuff in a trust for like just wills, so like it can just go immediately disperse without doing probate and stuff. And so they're like, well, of course, you know, your kid, um, the 26 year old would be the executor or whatever, but you need a backup in case she dies. Oh, <laughs> and yes. I was like, of course. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> bad enough you're thinking about you guys dying and, and, and taking care of him and then what if she dies and then who does he have yeah and how do you find a backup how do you find a backup okay this is a very good question because like um my stepdad is already almost 70 oh, he's that, he, awesome yeah. but that's no. not i don't think that's a reasonable path um my no. husband's the youngest of nine is this is a cousin Oh. Um, you know, and like, um, I have very good friends, but, but I don't anticipate that part of friendship is, is this. <laughs> well, it's, it's a pretty big ask. And it's funny though, isn't it? Because if anybody asked me to do this for their kid, I would be like, of course. I Thank you, you for asking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet I like, I can't even imagine. I can't. I, I, I can't. She's like, and so the attorney's like, you have to have somebody to fill in in the form. And so I said, can we just have the forms blank right now? Oh. She said, I want you to figure this out this week. Wow. So that's what I'm doing this week. I'm figuring out who, who, the line of succession. Yeah. You know, who's, yeah. who's, who's going to take, who's going to take the crown and figure, I mean, what I'm trying to kind of, envision is that I've been wrong about everything. Right. So, you know, I'm going to get this wrong too. Um, and I I think the important thing is just to kind of plod forward. That you're doing something. Yes. No, that's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, any, anything. And what I try really hard not to do is get stuck. Okay. So like, oh, that seems impossible to think about. So we're just not going to do this because we, I've been avoiding this since the diagnosis. We haven't had a new will in 22 years. I see that. 
Yeah. 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 Cause it's just, it was too much to bear. Yeah. So no, I get you it. Know. I get it. Mm-hmm. Wow. The other thing that's kind of weird and, and uh, you know, we, I want to think about this more and we can, we can talk about this more another time, but I, I want to think about um, why, why we have the expectations we do mm. for, for our adult kids. Hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Because I, I thoroughly thought about why I have the expectations I do for my, when the kids were little, understood yeah. those. Right. But I didn't really understand that I had some big hopes hmm. uh, that I wasn't going to have to deal with some of this. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's where I'm at right now. So that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's very common for um, lots of people with young adults in there. Right. In their, in their home. But anyway, okay. so you, so you, you, um, I'm so glad that you're healthy and that you're back on your feet. Thank you. And I was so worried. Thank you. I was pretty worried <laughs> too, actually. It's horrible. It's a horrible it, story in a good yeah. time. And then, and then like yeah. hospitalization in this point in time is it's terrifying yes it is a nightmare i've got to say it was really nice not to have visitors though visitors tire you out Mm -hmm. so i was actually happy to not have visitors Mm -hmm. because you feel so crappy in the hospital anyway um but yeah i mean i had roommates and i it it just it just it was a lot it was a lot and and you know you're always thinking does that person could they get me sick could that person get me sick could this be the enemy because i'm in the hospital and i'm susceptible there's all that you know right 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 no no i totally i totally do but i got through two hospitalizations without getting covid so good you know um knock on wood and you know, and we don't know that, you know, we might have had it right in March when our daughter had it. So, you know, right, there right, was right. that. But, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about, you know, just living in the land of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, I, I, I keep telling friends, welcome to special yeah. ed parents. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because that's, because yeah. this, is, this is how we experience our day-to-day life and our expectations and what people told us and this is true and then no, it's not true and then you need to do this, but you can't do this and da-da-da-da-da-da. It's very similar. That's true. It has similar right. overtones. You're right. In any case. That's really good. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad that- to be reconnected, my dear friend. I am too. I'm so glad we could do this podcast and people join us. Our podcasts are going to be shorter um, once a week, mm-hmm. once a week podcast, a week, shorter short. and uh, short and sweet, just enough tidbits to get you thinking. So thank you mm-hmm. for joining mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah. And remember, we are always thinking positive thoughts for you. Always think yes. <laughs> We're here for you people. Okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>